Hello. Welcome to the... <laughs> I thought you were going to as... <laughs> keep that as the intro. <laughs> uh, welcome to the 18th episode of the Carscast oh, wait, Moviecast. Wait, wait, wait. I forgot to turn off my air conditioner. So I think, I think you can hear oh. it. Let me run down real quick. Stall! Okay. Stall! <laughs> okay. Hold, uh, okay. Uh, today I'm here, as always, with my co-host Jeff. Right now, he's running down to turn off his air conditioner um because it's a hot one today i'm pretty sure it's the same weather here as it is in chicago um it's a very steamy humid day not a cloud in the sky um which is nice it's a good summer day for us um which is perfect because it'll it'll cancel out the really sad movie we're going to talk about today okay he's running back about the movie yet no no i was just about to introduce it um, All right. So today we're talking about Wild Hogs. <laughs> that's what you watch, today, right? Yeah, we're talking about Wild Hogs. Yeah, that's that's what I watched. Yeah, Cedric um, the Entertainer had some classic lines. Yeah. Uh, today we're talking about Synecdoche, New York. Uh, it's a Charlie Kaufman movie from I believe 2008. Correct. I, yep. Oh, okay. Um, it's kind of it stars Philip Seymour Hoffman. And it's very sad. It uh, is very sad. Yeah. I. When did you watch it? Just curious, Jeff. This morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you kind of put me in a mood. Yeah, I was going to say. I should have like told you to watch it like a few days ago. Yeah. Because... It's also a lot I, to unpack. Yeah, it's so much to unpack. I watched it... like I also watched it in the morning when I saw it. And I was just like in a weird mood the rest of the day. Cause it's just it just keeps beating you up. It yeah. Um, but what are did you like it though? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the, it's okay the, if you hated it. No, I didn't hate it. I, okay. Um, it like I feel like at times it it almost took me out of it with like how pretentious it was, but like it was mm-hmm. like it just like rode that line enough to where I I never was taken out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely is like pretty it's very self-aware but also very pretentious Mm. like but i mean i think it's yeah i don't know i um i like recently decided it's my favorite movie um like over mr fox which is a controversial take i guess but uh, it's just it's so it's i don't it's very I don't know. I, I have no problems with it. It's like flawless to me. And it's also very, I don't want to say personal, but because I'm not that sad. <laughs> I'm not on that level. But it's just so, it hits the notes so well. Yeah, I mean, it. what really, I don't know, it's something about like the how it plays with time is mm-hmm. that that's like yeah. what hit me the hardest. Mm-hmm. I learned, yeah, j- just the way it like speaks I didn't realize how fast it was speeding up. It just, it happened so subtly. Um, and I recommend you check it out, but Adam from YMS did like a six part like analysis on it, um, which I didn't think I would watch all of, but I watched all of it and I'm like, Oh geez. I totally believe that because <laughs> when he, like he analyzed the crap out of <laughs> under the out silver, of, lake. Uh, whatever. The, yeah. yeah. Under the silver, lake. I was like, whoa, I just kind of listened. Yeah. I was like the podcast audience. <laughs> He's good at what he does. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of like, there's so many small Easter eggs in it. Like that first act, 
goes through like 30 years of his life and i didn't even realize yeah. that until i noticed like his hair graying towards the end and i was like oh my god yeah i didn't even realize yeah, how I, long this has been yeah i remember like halfway it was like halfway through the movie and it, i was like wait it feels like we already like completed mm-hmm. everything i don't know it was yeah yeah also okay part of that though was the fact that which is was a kind of brilliant concept where they just with aging him with like makeup and stuff they kind of like didn't do it that much to where that it made it mm-hmm. not so then to like overtly would say ages you wouldn't really know mm-hmm. which yeah, is yeah. which is obviously not realistic that he like aged very ambiguously mm-hmm. but yeah. it made it much more interesting <laughs> no yeah definitely it kept me like on the edge i like little game within I... the the film guessing how old he is yeah <laughs> what year it is yeah um i i like how it's just it's very it is pretentious like you said but it's not like taking itself to it is taking itself seriously but it's making the whole thing very normal yeah and it's also has it's being pretentious for a reason it's not just doing it so it's Mm -hmm. like oh only five percent of people will understand what's going on Mm -hmm. like yeah exactly it's a point that can only be made in the style that it's making it right that's very true um because i've watched like other movies that are this depressing like (laughs) like there's this movie called melancholia i don't know if you've seen it i mean based on the title i bet it's it's probably pretty sad yeah it's pretty pretty sad it's i think lars von Trier's biggest movie and it's just it's depressing but it's very like up its own ass and this one is kind of like yeah this is a normal thing like it doesn't make death out to be like a crazy like like it's so above everyone else for thinking about it and, and talking about it. It's very much just like its whole point is that everyone is thinking about the same thing. Um yeah. kind of. But yeah, I, I don't know. I it's a very humbling film. Yeah. And then but when you're done it, with it, it makes you feel like you've so much more time because like time isn't moving thirty years every yeah. now. Right, I'm like, this is... <laughs> I like, feel while so... you're watching, you're like, oh no, I have no time left. And then it ends, and you're like, wait, it's only noon. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel very comfor- comforted and very uncomfortable yeah. at the same time. <laughs> like, I'm at, in one way, I'm like, everything's going to be okay. Because one, I'm not this guy. Yeah, but then and... what if we turn into this guy and everything's not okay? Yeah, but then I start overthinking it. And I'm like, oh my god, I am that guy. Like, <laughs> I know I kind of feel like that guy too. But we can't both be that guy, right? Yeah, we should do what he did, but with a podcast. Make a replica yeah. of. We talk about. I don't know how we, that we would just work. keep doing this podcast for thirty years, and we both just completely turn into this guy. Yeah, and then we, we get, and then yeah, we get actors to be us doing us. the podcast, and we have a podcast about the podcast. Mm-hmm. they start like theorizing the same idea within the podcast but they're in the idea that we initially came up with and then it goes like another third layer where they're <laughs> us watching them y- yeah oh yeah 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 <laughs> we're guests on our own podcast it's dumb yeah i think but, we're making yeah. this yeah we're making this movie out to be very unlikable for everyone who hasn't seen it yeah, we're making it make <laughs> as little sense as possible if you've not yeah. seen it. I guess, like, what would you say is, like, the plot? It's just a guy. He, he makes a replica of New York 
city yeah for a play and like has a bunch of problems in his life yeah and then the play <laughs> is about his life yeah the play becomes his life because he's in new york city so then it gets really messy it's 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 the definition of meta yeah people have started to theorize and I, adam touched on this they haven't started to this has been but that he hmm i suppose this isn't a spoiler but he's not even the main character of the like he's an actor in this play and someone else is directing the play and uh uh-huh yeah yeah <laughs> i see i haven't thought about it enough to back that up right. completely but yeah. you know the there's the woman being as vague as possible without spoiling there's a woman and she's the director mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know well but, another thing is in the first like seven minutes of our podcast you told someone to check out like you told everyone essentially to check out someone else's analysis of this film <laughs> Yeah, like like I, I do agree that. with the concept uh, because it's going to be a much more thorough analysis. Uh, yeah, but maybe we should have put that at the end. Yeah, we we should have because I feel like what we did was say stop listening to us, just go check that out. Yeah, because we're check not that gonna... out. It's better. We're not we're not smart. No, see, you're not. When you listen to us talk about this movie, you're not going to get a thorough analysis. Yeah, I more we so only... wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we only analyze uh, in depth uh, films that no one else will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like Kang the last Jack Boy Scout and yeah, and <laughs> Synecdoche, New York. Uh, no, I just more I wanted to like just kind of because I I vaguely reviewed it on my Letterbox account, but people are like, why is it your favorite movie? And I, it's like one of the, I can't explain it. It's just. You know, sometimes they hit and sometimes they don't. And this yeah. one hit. This one, uh, yeah, it, it hit for me. Uh, when you say it's your favorite film, though, uh, that's just like impact like the first time watching it. or Because I can't imagine this is the film that if someone's like, hey, you have to watch one film the rest of your life, this would be the choice. No, this is not that film. In that case, it's still Fantastic Mr. Fox, probably. That's a... That's pretty much on the opposite side of the <laughs> that is a very happy and wholesome movie yeah uh that still touches on some good themes but yeah no i would not this is not an everyday movie but it is one that i would happily watch again because i don't think i and that's what's weird is like i would say it's my favorite film but i still don't fully understand every part of it but that's what i love about it and i feel like in 10 years it'll have a completely different meaning to me because it's all about aging and, and perspectives based on how old you are. And I mean, it's about more than that, but yeah. That's the other thing I love. It's like, it's about so many different things. Like I had a certain takeaway from it and a certain like analysis, which was that, um, and this is like one small part that it's addressing is like just the relations you have in your life and how those affect who you are. Mm-hmm. Like people just slowly start dying um, without spoiling and it's just and they're not actually i think they're just dying in like his head because he, he they don't matter to him anymore right and i thought that was really well done and really awesome but so sad and, and <laughs> relating that to like your life mm-hmm. it's just like people that you stop talking to yep 
like like that some guy in my in my class last quarter he's dead now to me i <laughs> so not well, it's a harsh way of putting it he's dead to me saying he's dead to me yeah yeah uh nothing against him great guy nothing he's, against he's, him oh my god i hope, wish him the best in life but he's not in my life anymore he's completely dead uh no yeah I, that's but like again that's just one small thing of everything this film is saying um and it's all doing it in a really like just normal and comforting way yeah i mean yeah the pacing of it make does make it very like rewatchable because i mean you're not i mean yeah you're experience so many different like elements of life you're experiencing mm-hmm. in this film yeah and like even when you like depending on like your kind of your mental frame while you like when you watch it it's gonna change so, like you can watch mm-hmm. this again in three months and it you know and it yeah means something different mm-hmm. the whole like process of watching it was very weird it's like because i started to figure it out and i was like i think i know what's going on and then that second half kicks in where the play is like really happening and then i'm like jesus christ <laughs> like when his um his stalker plays a bigger role in the film that's when I'm like, uh, geez, I have no idea what this means. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, citing back to Adam's analysis, um, the stalker can kind of be looked at as as soon as the viewer started watching him. Like as soon as we started watching him, like he's there from the beginning and how we play into his life, like an audience, I don't. Mm-hmm. Like it just all has a meaning as it should, but like that sounds super simple and basic but i think it's so cool just how big of a theme each thing is touching on i yeah i still don't have my head wrapped around this film i no finished watching it one hour ago (laughs) (laughs) but you liked it i liked it though made me feel weird very yeah very weird it was like kind of funny sometimes not really. Nah. <laughs> there was not a single thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I... I don't know if there's was, any yeah. joke. I think, yeah. Um, that's, yeah. I, I just can't recommend it enough. I, I can recommend it. To, that's the thing. That is the thing. It's like big movies like this that tackle death and like depression and breakups. It's like I most of those movies, I'm like, I can't recommend this to people. Like some of them. I'm like, it would make me look weird. Right. But this one, it's like I feel comfortable being like... I think everyone should check it out. Yeah, most people might hate it, but <laughs> I yeah, think it's... which which films would you feel weird recommending to people? I mean, Melancholia, any like stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, most the, films. <laughs> the sense I get is that this one you would feel fine recommending to people, but it still would feel weird if you recommended it with a similar clump of films where if you were like, all right, you got to watch this film, you got to watch 500 yeah, Days of Summer yeah, yeah, and you yeah. got to watch Eternal Sunshine. <laughs> and then, like those were the three films you gave someone like each on their own. You'd be like, okay, yeah, objectively good film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you watch all three back to back and those were what you recommended, don't be like, this guy <laughs> is feeling some things. This guy's <laughs> He's watched all these films in the span of three months. What is going on? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I will wait. Have you like seen any other? I'm assuming you have of like Charlie Kaufman's stuff, like Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. And Anomalisa. Did you ever see that? I yeah. Nice. What about adaptation? No. No. Okay. 
yeah anyway i mean i have like seen all of his stuff but except for this i don't know why i put this off and i was like there's no way they're better than what he's done and then this is in my opinion his best but yeah i don't know well, I, yeah, I know it's your it's it's your favorite film. It, it what, has like, to be what best. if in this sense you were like, you know what though, like uh, Anomalisa, I, probably better, probably like, better. Yeah, wait, <laughs> doesn't make but sense. That's so not my favorite film though. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's kind of everything I have to say about it now. I, like, there's probably so much more without yeah. spoiling it. It's hard to talk about spoilers too, though, because it's like it's also they're eleven years old. Yeah, it's it's eleven years old, and like, it's like we really should come up with a better policy for spoilers. <laughs> yeah, because we're like, should we spoil <laughs> like uh, Kangaroo Jack? <laughs> spoil meatballs. <laughs> the yeah, twists. well, yeah, yeah. The twist is uh, the camp that we're supposed to like wins. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Murray gets the girl. Uh, yeah, Bill Murray teaches the kid how to believe in himself, and he becomes a great runner, even though he's very short. <laughs> I guess it's not it's not that he's short, it's that he's young. That's just part of how young he is. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. like he's just an abnormally short <laughs> kid. And that's why everyone like is cheering for him. It's because he's very young. That's why he's <laughs> short. <laughs> um Yeah. I'm I'm amazed that we managed to crack some jokes while talking about Synecdoche New York. <laughs> it's, it's more of when we would just veer off course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honest, yeah. <laughs> I can't really joke about the actual movie. Um, <laughs> Death. The girl poops. That's funny. Oh, yeah. I, I know. That's like <laughs> right in the beginning of the film. She just keeps talking about it. And, and I'm like, oh, Of course, is... that's when I was eating yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? This, if this was 10 minutes later in the film, perfectly fine. Yogurt would have been Perfect. gone. But it was as I was eating. But... Well, anyway, I'm obviously going to give it a five. Uh, what about you? 4.5. Okay, cool. I respect that. Four and a half, I guess, would be the, the more common Four and way a half, of saying yeah. that. Right? 4.5, whatever. Yeah, same thing. Um, well, if that's all we have to say, we might as well get into some questions. I have some really fun ones today, and I have more, so that makes sense that we have more time for them. Uh where is it this work this first one comes well i guess this is kind of what we were talking about uh it comes from william 19 it is what is the quote-unquote perfect movie not your favorite but the perfect movie um because i guess i i wouldn't consider this a perfect movie it is a mess but like i said it's just personal and hits in all the right ways to a point where i'm like that's my favorite so i would say the perfect movie is um punch drunk love by paul thomas anderson never seen it yeah never seen i yeah it's the only good adam sandler movie ever i heard uh, okay i have not seen it but i heard rain on me was okay is that oh, what's yeah. or is it rain over what is it rain it's, it's like it's like don Cheadle was in it right rain man what is rain man i've never i feel like that's a that's the one where he's like a genius and it's like all the numbers right oh uh, yeah but he wait but he i don't okay i don't yeah it's it's rain over me i was right yeah that's the one that, rain over me it's okay yeah it's don Cheadle and adam sandler and uh it was something about like adam sandler it was a 9-11 film mm. um and it was good i heard i've never seen it uh well it has a on rotten tomatoes it has a 64 percent. so that's uh means it could be good 
that's that's something yeah that's 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 better than cool. most of his films they're both um, they're usually at like 14 yeah that's true I, it's i just even though i haven't seen either film i'd guess it's probably better than grown-ups too <laughs> <laughs> or click <laughs> i hey, click i remember that i thought that movie was sad and deep when i was very young <laughs> the synecdoche new york of our yeah young ages <laughs> um it's like way yeah. beyond <laughs> um but yeah punch on glove i think is it's a nice tight 90 minutes it's fun it's it's sad it's it's uh, uh it's romantic yeah are you saying that the fact that it's 90 minutes is what makes it perfect so for you it's just no, any film that's exactly 90 minutes it's more of a technical will... thing for you <laughs> <laughs> i will say like shorter movies tend to be better when you cut out the meat it's you know <laughs> i think every movie should be a short 90 film minutes long yep <laughs> every movie should yeah. be six minutes long <laughs> really every movie uh, should just be a web series <laughs> yeah that's my answer what about you yeah i don't know how it even didn't have a, for personally yeah. define perfect ishtar uh you know to me yeah but but that's because i'm ob- yeah, objectively no mm-hmm. yeah that's the, yeah. that's where this question is tricky, yeah, because it's like I could say the same about Mr. Fox. To me, perfect, but obviously it's not. Right. The PD song could be cut from for a lot of people. Yeah, Ishtar. There's a scene where uh, someone is stealing like bags from a room, and uh, Warren Beatty tackles them, and then he like, <laughs> and then then he like is like holding them down, and then he discovers that it's actually a woman. And oh then wow! He's just like, oh, you're soft. It's, it's a very <laughs> no, weird scene. It's no. very weird. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, here's so the thing: directed and written no. by Elaine May, who very much on the right side of history. Oh yeah, she was blacklisted after Ishtar, but also she was blacklisted in like the '60s for for like communismy stuff. But like, right? You know, yeah, you know, the whole Hollywood people getting blacklisted. Yeah, thing. yeah. But she was of like, course. she was, she's, she's good. Cool. Well. If that's all we have to say for that. This next one, I'm very excited about. Um, just because, like, I think it. We need I don't to have a rule where I cool stop talking you. about Ishtar. I can only talk about Ishtar like once every like <laughs> ten of these. I like the idea of it happening once. It's like, you know, the Easter eggs of Pixar. Like that one number is in every movie. There's always one Ishtar <laughs> reference in every podcast. Um, so yeah, this next one comes from Ella. Uh, it goes okay. So I have one question for each of you, Carson. Asking from a fellow swimmer, what was your go-to event when we, when you were uh, swimming on a team? And Jeff, what is your favorite brand slash pair of shoes that you own slash want to own? Um, while you think about that, I might as well start. Um, my go-to was the 100 Butterfly, which is notoriously known as the worst event. Um, like everyone's least Michael favorite. Michael Phelps was and amazing think- at that, right? Yeah, he was really good at it. You know, like, when you're good at it, you're awesome. Like, you're the guy. You're the man. Uh, but, yeah, I, I was decent. I never made it to state. But I think my final time was, like, a 53, which is pretty good. Isn't not, that good? I'm not, that's pretty like, good. Like, what's the world record? Like a 48. Right? So that seems, like, no, yeah. pretty good. I'm I'm five seconds. I know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to downplay myself i was good at the fly in my prime but now i i probably couldn't break a minute but it was a it's a challenge to break a minute let alone get down to 53 
But regardless, I never made it to state, which was kind of sad. But I'm not Uncle Rico over here getting upset about it. Okay, just I'm just telling you. So yeah, the goal. Wait, what was your time? It was like a fifty-three nine six. You would have won the gold medal at Moscow, nineteen eighty. <laughs> no, you would way. actually won. E- you, yeah, you would have won every gold medal up until nineteen eighty-four. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, times have changed, you know, but that's still pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, you would have. You would have. You would have just destroyed Mark Spitz in Munich seventy-two. I know that name. Yeah, he was like the guy name. who Michael Phelps beat his record for the gold medals. Wow. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. He was a fifty-four two seventy. Won the gold in Munich in hmm. seventy-two. So yeah, you would have won. I yeah, you would have won a lot of gold medals. I was born in the wrong generation. Fuck yeah. film. Could have just gone all out with swimming. Uh, yeah, that was my go-to event, even though I hated it, and I'm glad I never have to swim that again. But yeah. <laughs> how about you, Jeff? Well, Shoes. talking about how you were in Olympic, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you would, it could have been in the Olympics if you were born 40 years earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, I that the shoe thing kind of seems a bit <laughs> less interesting, but my favorite uh, shoes, I guess, are uh, Nike uh, Flyknit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the very lightweight um, kind of like running shoes. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. The ones that are, they barely weigh anything. Yeah. You toss them around your and they, hand. they're like very breathable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I used to like, I was like on the hunt for those when I was uh, in like seventh, when I was like really into parkour and free running. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever talked about this, but yeah, I used you to. You haven't. Those are, those are ideal shoes for that sport. For, for free running and parkour. Were you good at parkour? Yeah, I was decent. Did you? I. Better at free running than I was at parkour. And there's a free running is more like flips and stuff. I was good at the flips. You were good at flips. Yeah, I can do a backflip still. Yeah, I've and seen I've seen the videos. Yeah, you've seen the videos. Yeah, and hard I stopped to because <laughs> I stopped because there were a few like injuries, and I also it got very uncool very fast. It it got it was like super cool for like three years, and then it just got like way uncool insanely uncool well yeah i started taking like classes that was when i was like oh yeah too much (laughs) what did when like when it started to get uncool when you would do it in public with people boo (laughs) start throwing tomatoes at me get out of here stop flipping stop flipping that's a wall not a plant place for your foot (laughs) i was a brave seventh grader i would go to like the university of minnesota campus around college students and just jump off of stairs in front of like can you imagine i was um yeah like the it's harder than you think though there is a lot of i know i think it's i think it's very hard i don't Mm -hmm. i don't think it's easy i just no yeah i think it's It's easy to make fun of yeah it's kind of (laughs) dumb it's kind of dumb i think it's very difficult but kind of dumb like there's a lot of things that fit that category of the way yeah difficult but I still like don't have any aspirations mm-hmm. to want to do it. Right. Uh, like the way they always describe it is they're like parkour is the method of, or it's the way of getting from point A to point B in the most creative way possible. I'm like, that really sounds kind of dumb when you put it like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it does. <laughs> just what? I feel like uh, that's not where my creativity lies. 
Yeah, no. That's <laughs> in in urban Take... route exploration. Uh, yeah. Uh I still dabble in it sometimes. Do you? Even though okay, I did it. I did it. I was like casually like just goofing around when I was in Amsterdam and like jumping over some like gates. Like we were just walking and I decided to jump over a gate and I hit my knee and fell on the ground and it I was trying to play it off. I was like, "Oh, I shouldn't have done that." But like I was screaming inside. It was very painful. So, not a fun sport. Wait, how, There's a reason I don't do it. Did you hear knee on the way up yeah like I, my leg didn't fully make it over the gate and but like hit. me it would mean like it's not even close well it was one of those where it's like you <laughs> was it just you, you, you jumping you... into a gate <laughs> no <laughs> you jump and then you turn your body like to the left or right like you turn it once you turn both legs some way and the bottom leg did not fully make it <laughs> and you hop over with one arm. You you just oh okay. Very hard to explain when this is an audio only situation. Yeah, but it, it, you know it also like was less cool than I was picturing in my head. Oh, it was very not. It was not. I was cool thinking like you were like, gonna like front flip over it or something. No, no. Uh, good workout though. I got in yeah. shape when I was. Yep. Really, uh, we we really answered these this question these two questions <laughs> shoes and swimming gold gold medalist but not in parkour not what if parkour. that was an, what if that was an olympic event <laughs> parkour <laughs> it's just running through other sports is like fields and <laughs> it's actually a winter olympic the event pool. You run across the downhill ski slopes. Oh, man. Didn't they just make... This is unrelated, but didn't they just make skateboarding an Olympic sport? I think Has they it been? might have. Uh, I guess yeah. I should look that up, because otherwise we're just lying about that. We're lying. But I swear they would have... What if they made, like, fingerboarding a sport, but not... But not skateboarding. Skateboarding. <laughs> uh, skateboarding, yeah. Skateboarding at the 2020 Summer Olympics. Yo. In Four Tokyo. events. Wow, I'm assuming it's like the bowl and like it's well, it's it's men park and street and women park and street. Oh, okay, interesting. That should be fun. Yeah. Um, do you remember? Were you in? Were you in the age to be into like Rob Derdick? Do you do you know who that is? I yeah, I know who that is. Okay, I was just like looking it up as a coincidence before this, like what he's been up to because he kind of dropped off the map, but. I'm sure he's made enough money to be fine, but he was like the the shit a few years ago. You know, yeah, I mean, you maybe yeah. <laughs> to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you, you remember Bam Margera? <laughs> Bam Margera sucks now. Yeah, he's awful. I've seen videos on Twitter. He's an obnoxious man. I mean, I feel bad for him. He lost his friend, but yeah. I mean, he's yeah, yeah. But Steve-O is, seems like a cool guy. Steve-O does kind of seem cool. Yeah, we should get Steve-O on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steve-O has a podcast. We're getting off track. Uh, <laughs> let's just keep let's just keep recommending other people's podcasts <laughs> in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> We're spiraling down. I've been eating a lot of chocolate recently. Um, that has nothing to do. I have nowhere to go from there. But no, that was the next question. It said, I, I "Has Carson been eating a lot of chocolate recently?" 
<laughs> ask from chocolate ask, lover 99 yeah. <laughs> from dr aneurysm that's the guy who asked a lot of Dr. questions right <laughs> yeah um yeah i i whatever whatever <laughs> dr aneurysm that feels like what i got after watching that film uh you didn't have you didn't have like a high pitched chime. You just, you just hit, and then you like we're looking around, and you're like, I guess the third one should kind of be cable again. Um, Doctor Aneurysm did ask a question today, but I didn't feel. I mean, we could go. It's just the question is if is Jeff brother Jared purposely doing the you know I had to do it to impose in his Twitter profile picture. I, uh, that's, the, I that's why I didn't go over this question. That's a like, very to... specific. <laughs> knowing my brother almost for sure yes yeah <laughs> almost a hundred on brand i've never met jared but that is very jared yeah like if you think it's on brand form it is yeah <laughs> he, he one of the things so he's an influencer online for uh both uh chilies um welcome the, to chilies yeah so yeah so they send him like like jackets and like gift cards that's awesome uh, I'd love a yeah. Chili's jacket. Yeah, and yeah, and he also got like a, a Christmas sweater. Whoa. Uh, yeah, and he Jealous. also is an influencer for Innova, which is like a disc golf company. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he gets like some free discs, I guess. I don't know. He's really yeah. into disc golf. It's kind of weird. I tried getting into disc golf last year. I can't get into it. It's not as satisfying as golf. It's, it's not as satisfying as golf at all. And also, like, it hurts my arm to play it. Oh. Well, then you should not play it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he, and he makes me like play it every time I see him. We didn't this time because it was like raining the entire time. I was in Florida. Oh, gotcha. Huh. Well, but, um, anyways. Yeah, he, he hasn't listened to this podcast. He won't. No. Yeah. Um, well, although, since we're recommending other podcasts, he does uh, have a Westworld podcast. Ooh. Uh, that is, I forget what it's called. Oh, it's called uh, Freeze All Motor Functions, which I've never seen Westworld, but I think that's a reference it has Westworld. to be. It would be weird if it was not. Yeah, so if, just... if you're somehow watching Westworld now, even though it's off-season, uh, check it out. Check it out, yeah, for sure. We should start another podcast about a show, but the show is not worth discussing. We like, should do that, yeah. The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Analyze or, each episode. Yeah. Or like Tonight's Master Chef. thrilling. Actually, people probably, do, people probably do analyze that. Like oh they the uh, care. the yeah the like balsamic reduction sauce uh, was was a wrong move. Uh. I don't know that that died just because I don't know anything about cooking. <laughs> it's like I couldn't even I couldn't even come up with something that sounded like right cooking. or wrong. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, do we want to move on to the next question? Yeah. Okay. This one comes from Chicken Little. Um. It is, what is your least favorite fandom, in general or movie-related? Example, Wes Anderson fans, Beyonce fans, etc. What is uh, what does this uh, person have against Wes Anderson and Beyonce? That's the, that's the real question. <laughs> Why are those the two examples? That's the th- Okay, that's the thing. I have nothing against Wes Anderson or Beyonce, but I will agree. Both fan bases, Relat- I, yeah, relatively annoying. Yeah. Except now, I haven't, the Beyonce fan base has definitely like quieted, silenced it down recently. I, I they haven't been annoying, and same thing with West. I don't know. They're not like bad. They're worse. Yeah. I mean, the only like <laughs> yeah. We're and I think we're gonna have to just 
from the get-go here say that political fan bases are not we're not going to count those because obviously oh, like no. people yeah. that are like you know milo fans yeah trump and and like proud boys and all those people yeah Mm -hmm. they are clearly the worst (laughs) yeah yeah for sure So we're talking more about pop culture fan bases yeah i don't like um i'll say it i love brockhampton you know this Mm -hmm. but awful fan base some of them like and this is like nahal right this is true yeah like our friends (laughs) (laughs) this is tricky to say because I think our fan bases overlap. I, I think I have a lot of Brockhampton fans in my fan base, so no offense to them. But every show I go to, it's awful. They're all so what, obnoxious. What if you they think just, they're saying you lose something? A hundred thousand subscribers for saying that, <laughs> dude. I lost two hundred subscribers for my Stranger Things video. Um, was it because it was the clickbait title? Kind of, it's not even, and I'll, I'll explain this right now. It wasn't even clickbait. I said, it's the worst season. And then There's I, in the video, seasons. I, I, yeah. Well, in the, in the video, I explained that I kind of liked it. And, but, but just because I liked it doesn't mean I can't say it's the worst season. Right. I mean, that's one of the things where the first season is objectively incredible. Amazing. Yeah. The second season is still very good. Mm-hmm. Not as good as the first season. Yeah. So you're really, but you're, since the first season is objectively amazing. You're really only There's comparing against be... one season. Yeah. It's not clickbait, though. It's, I'm not wrong. I mean, I haven't I seen it yet, so yeah. you... Yeah, how is your progress going on that? Badly. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Today, I'll try to I'll try to knock a couple episodes out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going... I'm doing the same thing as you, except I've already seen season three, but I'm going back because my sister has never seen it. So we are watching all of it together. And we just got through one. So... You know what, though? If you watch the entire thing in reverse, it actually is a really happy ending. <laughs> it's just it's just kids being kids playing kids being Dungeons kids. and Dragons. They're just yeah in a basement in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. Think about this. If you rewind, uh, I it's always like am New a, York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's it's that's okay. That title hurts my brain. It's hard. Yeah, synecdoche. But anyways, yeah. If you if you if you rewind synecdoche very happy film very happy it's just a family it's kind of like benjamin button yeah yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he actually kind of looks a little bit like benjamin he button. does i just realized that especially when he gets old it's not look yeah <laughs> never seen benjamin button also isn't it really long <laughs> i haven't either i've just seen a lot of i don't know i but i just yeah. know what it looks like i know the jokes I uh, that's um I guess that Brockhampton fans or like Joe Rogan fans. And that's. Oh, oh right. That's <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about. <laughs> Except I suppose Joe Rogan drifts into political, but his fan base is awful. Yeah. Horrible fan base. Cause they just, they think they're very smart. <laughs> it's like uh, the yeah. point of our podcast is like, we are dumb. We are. We, we are, are really super dumb. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so not a fan yeah. of those guys it's no it's people who are at most as smart as you talking about some films that you may or may not have seen and they're so dumb they pick films that you probably have not mm, seen yeah but you know what i think the film community needs us we need people who uh yeah 
there's too many people who are good at analyzing films. Yeah. <laughs> we vaguely talk about films and then pick random elements to then extrapolate on where we just stop talking about the film mm-hmm. altogether and talk about exactly. something else. Like how you would have won a gold in medal 1980 in 1980. the 100 butterfly. And, and 76 and 72 and 68. I could have been one of the greatest swimmers of all time. But here I am. Yeah, you could have been Michael Phelps. With a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, okay. My fan base. Craft beers. Craft. Oh, that is actually such a good answer. That is an amazing. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Wait, please elaborate, though. I mean, everyone knows. Everyone just, knows. People talk about how much they love craft beers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they don't shut up about it. And then you go to a bar and you're like, oh, I want something cheap. Because it's gonna, it's mm-hmm. the same alcohol content. It's gonna work. It's gonna do the same well, thing and taste and it, very and it's similar. It's gonna cost half as much. Mm-hmm. Like I will say, even objectively, like if you get a Bud Light, it does not taste as good as a lot of craft beers. Mm-hmm. But that's like I don't love beer to begin with, so like I don't care. I'd rather spend five dollars on a Bud Light than nine dollars on a craft beer. W- would you say, wait? So beer isn't your alcohol of preference? Uh, beer. Usually, I drink something before beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I would say, like, I like usually go like a cider. Clear. Okay. Yeah, cider is good. I love a good cider. Also, y- your rhyme is wrong. That's not how, that's not what the rhyme is. What? It's, no, it, you said liquor and beer, you're in the clear. Oh, no, it's liquor, then beer, you're in the clear. Oh, I yeah. thought you said and. I, I definitely like, did say and, what? so now I'm correcting myself, because that. <laughs> Yeah, because you're, in your rhyme, you're just double fisting liquor and beer, and you're like, it's probably going to work out. You're in the clear. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's a good answer, though. That's a very Chicago answer, because those people in Chicago are awful. Uh, that's all we have for questions today. Which is right on time. Is it? Do we have any yeah. more questions? Uh, we had one that I swapped out, but I suppose we can. We've kind of done it all this episode. The question or statement was talk about other podcasts. No, it's. I'm looking at it. It's just talk about other podcasts. So it's it, one. I yeah. So, I guess. Do you have a uh, podcast you'd like to recommend? This isn't our official recommendation, no, I'm not, by the way. No, I'm not gonna rec. No, so I'm gonna type in other podcast into. Oh, the podcast and then app we and see can what comes up. Talk about that. Other podcasts. Um, there's, if you type other podcasts, um, one that comes up is something called Other People's Lives. Mm-hmm. Is it a big hit? Uh, each week, hosts Joe Santagato and Greg Dybeck have an anonymous phone call with a stranger they found on the internet. That's you actually... never know what topics will be discussed. And what stories will be shared. That sounds like a good time. I might That actually does kind of sound good. Listening to that. Um they uh, but I'm looking at them, they pretty much are all sexual. Oh. Great. Like this episode that comes up is my relationship with inflatable objects. Oh my god. <laughs> man. Uh, a man talks about his relationship with over seventy five inflatable objects and pool toys that he keeps in his home. Holy shit. <laughs> we got to step our game up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, another episode, I sell my used panties online. Hmm. Yeah, pretty much all of these are like that. Oh, one is, uh, I'm a human puppy. 
so funny. We might have found the greatest podcast. Ever. <laughs> I haven't, li- I haven't, li- I haven't ever listened to it. I'm gonna call it a quits and just listen to that. Never record one of my own ever again. Yeah. Well, All right. There we, we go. Definitely That's, uh, answered that we, we, question. We talked about. Uh, we talked about other podcasts. Yeah. Thank you. Forgot my username for for that question. Uh, cool. Well, do we want? <laughs> do we want to get onto our recommendations? I have mine ready. Uh, sure. Cool. Yeah. Go mine, for it. I. Big news here. I've started reading. Uh, like, I, I mean, I've been reading. But this summer, I'm, like, getting really... I'm, I want to finish, like, five books by the end of the summer, which may not be a lot for a lot of people, but it is for me. And right now, I'm reading... It's this movie... Not movie. <laughs> it's this book by Michael Pollan called How to Change Your Mind, What the New Science of Psychedelics Teaches Us About Consciousness, Dying, Addiction, Depression, and Transcend. It really... I sound so sad as a person talking about <laughs> synecdoche new york and now reading a book about dying addiction depression and yeah but yeah but you know it is uh, suppo- pretty soon you'll be back in chicago mm-hmm. and yeah and that'll solve everything. everything as it always does uh but yeah this book is apparently really good i'm one chapter in so i can't say much but i'm gonna recommend it anyways because um I've watched some interviews. Because you think it's going to be yeah. good. You're just extrapolating. Michael Pollan seems like a good guy. So, yeah. What have you learned in the first chapter? I've learned in the first chapter that they're basically just going over psychedelics. And it's stuff that I've sort of known, but it's more... I'm learning that I don't want to try psychedelics, but I'm more curious. Because it's mostly fear that plays into the danger of them. Like, there's pretty much no overdoses ever from LSD. So, which is not something I thought was kind of surprising. But I am a very scared and paranoid person, so I will probably never do them in my life. But they are mm-hmm. kind of a more normal thing than I thought. I learned about the history, how it's been a wave of reactions, and um, yeah. I don't do drugs, but I'm fascinated by drugs, is what I'm saying. <laughs> think they're an interesting topic yeah you, you say that as you do free running <laughs> you, 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 you flip o- you flip over a fence into like a group of like hip looking kids and you say i don't do drugs, don't do drugs but they're interesting but i love from an academic about level <laughs> the science is fascinating yeah don't do drugs kids but think about them all you want <laughs> um so that's my recommendation check it out uh jeff uh, uh so jeff recommends my... lsd <laughs> <laughs> i recommend it just doing all the lsd you can find at once um yeah. uh i have not tried lsd okay yeah for any future employers that are listening to <laughs> yeah this. that'd be imagine if that's like something that they like look they like looked me up and like they li- had to listen to every podcast they listen as to a the background 18th check. podcast and get 50 minutes into it <laughs> <laughs> they're like all right fuck this guy uh, <laughs> it's going really well up until now yeah uh, uh so i am leaving the country in a month exciting and i am recommending people do what i did which is i got my phone unlocked so when i get there i can replace my sim card with a local sim card and it uh will save a lot of money that is actually a great idea and a great recommendation because that's what I did too. And I was, yeah, it's very easy. 
Except uh, yeah, apparently like pop the SIM card, right? I'm having a lot of problems with my SIM card. Um upon coming back like some people can't reach me right now and it's only contacting my European number, which is not what my SIM card is, so I don't know what's going on. But um yeah. Still a good recommendation though. Let's do that. <laughs> well, you made me nervous no. about that. <laughs> no, it it should it's probably just a problem I had with my phone. But yeah. You should Yeah, that's good. that's cool. Cool, yeah. Sick. Very cool. Uh, all right. Well, I'm I'm really excited about our review for today. I think it's really all right. funny. I, as always, have not heard this review before. You ha- are going to say it. Okay. This one coming from the uh, blah. This one comes from looking for French podcasts. The subject line very educational. Five stars. It goes. I came here to learn French, and I was not disappointed. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I I chuckled to myself when I read that. So, thank you uh, looking for French podcasts for that positive review. Um, how do you say podcast in French? Podcast. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let me look that up before I just Pretty soon your all your translation just going to be having an accent. <laughs> it is podcast. So, it's just that's let me let me American culture war victory right there. I'm gonna do the audio in French. Podcast. <laughs> you were kind of right. Podcast. <laughs> Je suis now en now podcaster. say I. <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> say I listened to that podcast at Dairy Queen. In French. I'm gonna okay. Yes. I listen. Well, not in English. No. <laughs> In English, but with a French accent. I listened to that podcast at Dairy Queen. It is... Okay. It's loading. J'ai écouté ce podcast à la latrie. All right. Okay. okay. Yeah, that sounded pretty it's, legit. Yeah. Let me, wait, let me play it out loud. This is Duolingo on the podcast. J'ai écouté ce podcast à la latrie. I did pretty well. Yeah. Decent. Now everyone listening, repeat that. <laughs> our our review, looking for French podcasts, is going to be so happy with this episode. <laughs> They're going to be like, yes. Um, well, anyways. All right. Well, I would like to remind everybody because I did not say it earlier to check out the Carscast subreddit, uh, ask us questions, and leave reviews on Apple Podcasts because I. I don't think you can leave reviews on Spotify, but we read one review every week, as you can see, and we take a few questions every week from the Cast subreddit. Uh, make sure to check out my YouTube channel and Jeff. Uh, yeah, check out uh, his YouTube channel. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Um, well, I think that's all I have to say for today. Next week, we will be in person. I mean, not to you guys. Oh, but we will. Me and Jeff will be no, together. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, Jeff, anything to say? Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side.